Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, indeed. A little after 5 o'clock in the Southland. Live imaging Tuesday on Shinano and Cap. BK's here and Shinano's here. And guess who's back? The one and only Hungarian Heat. Producer Lindsay is back in the, uh, in the house and she's got what you need to know right now. Take it away, Producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. Super excited for what you need to know and super excited to be back. You know that when Funchy was filling in for you, Lindsay, he did the exact same thing. Thank you, Christopher. So excited to be here. Good. He good. did. I don't think he really did, but if... No, I swear no, he did. Ask he him. Did. Oh, good job, Funch. Funch will tell you. Right, Funchy? I need to hear it. What does it sound like, Funch? Thank you, Christopher. I love it. I love it. Well, what you need to know is that one of the NBA's young stars is about to give new life to Kobe's sneakers. Chicago Bulls star DeMar DeRozan is signing a new four-year deal with Nike that keeps him as the featured face of Kobe Bryant's iconic line. DeRozan has been outspoken, of course, about how the late legend was an inspiration for his career, and he claims to own more pairs of Kobe's than anyone in the NBA. So that is what you need to know. All right, how's everybody yeah, feel gotta, about that? You got to wrap it out. You got to wrap. Oh, it. I do. What yeah. you need to know is being brought to you by Morago Casino Resort Thank and you. Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. That. Yeah. Okay. How'd that go? Thanks, Cappy. That was awesome. Thank you. Super Thank you so excited. Much. She loves it. She, she, you asked for excitement. She's given you excitement. True or false? Did you tell BK? Did you look at his uh, uh, pocket square, his handkerchief, his okay. hanky. BK, take a look. No, not BK's. Oh, I was going to say, I don't he's have. double hanked. Double hanky. Never be too careful. Double hanky. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. There's still stuff going around. But the thing is, is that because I'm trying to take the gray and the blue hanky and I'm trying to get it to like really merge with the gray and the blue and the white in the shirt, mm-hmm. that's why I'm double hankied out right now. Why not just buy one gray and blue hanky? Good question. Didn't have one. Um, didn't go buy one. And the thing is, is that with this jacket, what I would normally like to do is just use the hanky that's built in. See right here? Ooh. Ooh. Huh? This jacket doesn't have that, but you know my other ones too. So I understand. See yeah. now, I now hyper classic, right? Now I can match your your polka dotted hanky with my polka dotted hanky, it's or not. or I go double hanky, or maybe I try triple hanky, triple hank. Wait, it that. has a built-in hank- handkerchief. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my sports jackets. Oh, when you, you know, I don't know. That was out of the thing. When you get a custom job, they'll they'll put that in there so for they you. They call right. it a value add. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is it literally? Is it sewed in? It's it part is. of the lining. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fancy, and it matches the inside of the jacket. But it's not monogrammed See? like CMMs. Let me ask you. Scott. Yeah. No, yes, it sir. probably says "Made for Scott Kaplan" in there. Cappy. Both yeah. of you, actually, I think. Rachel's boy. Ascots. <laughs> Ascots. Would I've be never dope. done it. Oh, I would you love to. Strike me. I'm a smoking Chris, jacket a, kind of guy. As a as an ascot kind of dude. And yeah. I'm, I would I'm try. A little it. disappointed that you. Oh, well, what wouldn't you try? Well, that's true. Where do I get that though? I will find out. I don't know, but I'll tell you this. The only this problem show needs I have, an Ascot sponsor. The only problem I have with the Ascot, though. <laughs> the the only problem I have with the Ascot is, ascot you know, who, when you think of an Ascot, who do you think of who wears one on television? Know. Nobody comes to mind? No. See, to me, the Ascot Penn is... Teller. No, I don't think so. I mean, not, not that that's what comes to mind for me. The guy who's already taken it is Charles Woodson, right? Doesn't Charles Woodson use that on television? Doesn't he? No. Everybody, no, everybody's giving me a look. Uh, like, no. no, Terry Silver in Karate Kid 3. <laughs> Terry Silver, Karate Kid 3, Ascot. Would Sedona do an Ascot yes. with us? Ascot. Georgie, would you yeah, do Yeah, absolutely. I, could, I would consider doing an Ascot on, uh, on an NBA game. Well, you went turtleneck for years. Yeah, so. but now everybody did turtlenecks after right, that. Right, so, so move I, on, I, you're blazing trail. To Ascots. Yes. Yeah. George and I were trying to figure out a few weeks ago about bow ties. And we were trying to get a bow tie because yeah. I said I could tie a bow tie. Right. Um, B Cam, can you can you tie a bow tie? I cannot. Cannot do it. I can't. By the way, uh, Bergman just came in and said, uh, Fred from Scooby Doo wears an ascot. There you go. Oh, Fred. Do we have Freddie Prince Jr. do it since he played Fred? Oh, that's very good. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. BK's got a cop outfit. I know that. Is that true? Yeah, we're going, you're yeah. just constantly wrapping it back to the fetish talk. No, I'm wrapping it back to those like 2017 Spectrum they sports had to kill appearances. That segment. The cop, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But th- that hasn't that doesn't age quite as well. Particularly Andy's character in that. Even Andy would dress up as cops. And Andy would pretend to be like, <laughs> no a way. Very violent Wait, and angry. 
I mean, like dress hey, up hey, is a, is a bit of an exaggeration. It, that it, so you basically did like role play, like like PTI it was style. Good, it was a good cop, bad cop segment. Oh and, no, uh, Andy's yeah. bad cop would threaten people with his nightstick. Uh, nightstick. Oh, and that's... that is a segment that has not aged well. That oh, is no. sus. <laughs> some people would say that is so sus. That's in fact it was funny at the time. You, yes, it is. It is less funny now. Yeah, you know what? Cappy now, and I do pretty good role play. We usually do like role play when we're talking about the Lakers. Like, well, we'll take turns being like. I think, uh, well, Cappy generally is not LeBron. I'm generally LeBron in right. these scenarios. Right. Um, but you've been Genie. You've Correct. been uh, Palinka. Right. You've been, who else? Frank Vogel. Yep. You were Frank Vogel a bunch yeah. of times. Yeah. Actually. So I, I like the idea of good cop, bad cop. I don't love the idea of you two guys dressed up as cops. We weren't like fully dressed. You would put a hat and <laughs> we'd get a, a little badge. Okay. And, and I would do an Irish accent. No, you would so not. I would. Come on. Not a good one. Okay. But, uh, yeah. But so, like, what would you say? Like, so if I said to you, hey, um, this is, uh, you know, give me an example. You guys are. Oh, so, like, we're talking, like, what do you think of, of you know, the, how's AD? The trade deadline. Right the trade deadline. Yeah. I'd say, oh, the Lakers, they need to do something over at the deadline or at, you know, the, I, I fear they will not be able to advance as far in the playoffs or something like that. Okay. And I would, but I would like, lean right. into it again. Uh, broad stereotypes. Yeah. Not terrible, uh, by the no. way. Not a terrible and Irish dialect the at all. The only Irish person you've ever heard is the Lucky Charms Leprechaun. It is dead That's spot right. perfect. Okay, so you learned it from Lucky Charms. TV. Like, so you obviously probably as a kid would always do like the green clovers, the blue diamonds. And purple horseshoes. <laughs> 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 so you would have like this whole routine as a kid where you would no. go through the commercial? I would just, I mean. Can you, you do it for us? Things. Can you do it? Like I would always get two all beef patty special sauce, lettuce, lettuce cheese, cheese, pickles, pickles onion, 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 Big sesame. Mac, all right. 15 right. words, Harley. Yeah, right. I, I, right. I heard that one. Right. They how do have, you know that and not Dangerous Minds and on the 12 other things? That's well, the weird well, thing about well, it. Well, how about this yeah, one? Yeah, he's so weird. They have, the, they have the Golden Arches. We have the Golden Arcs. Right. They have the Big Mac. We have the Big Mick. They have two all-beef patties, special sauce, sausage, cheese, pickles, onion, and sesame seed bun. We don't use a sesame seed bun. They're McDonald's. We're McDowell's. These are the things that are still in my head. But you, There are no seeds in my buns. Right. Yes. But you, you sir. That line. That's an important line. Actually, I got it perfectly, except Mateo was yelling at you. No. You know the Golden Arches song? Is it to all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on the sesame seed bun? Is it that one? No, that's the Big Mac one. It's like, oh. then go to Golden Golden Arches mm. in your neighborhood. McDonald's makes it so. McDonald's makes it so. McDonald's makes it so good. That's like an old, that old, old regional. one. No, no, no. It's like an old one. <laughs> really? It was on a regional sports network that wasn't you remember national? when you used to go through the drive-thru and they would give you actual glasses? Like collectible glasses made yes. out yes. of glass? Yes. I have the that that guy's going to make pizza. Yeah. Wait, George is going to make pizza now. Uh, pizza Hut, another place where you could go get well, that, endless glassware. Yeah, right? yeah. Because I do remember that. I, I think like when we were kids, McDonald's would give you a glass and it would have like a Green Bay Packers logo on it or something Depends like that. On the promotion. Right. It like, might just have the hamburger. They used to even have when I was a little kid, like they'd give you magazines like Super Bowl history. You know, I'm serious. Like this is at McDonald's. They give you a little magazine of Super Bowl history. Glasses. I forgot all about that. But yeah, they used to have also the styrofoam. Like, you know, the fish fillet was in that really cool looking blue styrofoam. McDLT. McDLT double with the, the double. Styrofoam. Right, right. <laughs> Twice the damage to the earth. <laughs> right. But you but had the to technology have... from that for people who don't know, which is probably everyone, the McDLT was a sandwich where McDonald's was experimenting with you have a hot side and a cold side. And at the time, the technology for that seemed amazing it was like walking on the moon it's like i keep the hot side hot and the cold side cold what it's a- never going to get better than this <laughs> and yet but you remember when you remember what was the first clear cassette tape you saw Ooh, that was also from the clear future. cassette tape was cool rick that's right oh rick springfield for you yeah wow never forget your first wow jesse's girl probably yeah i think i might i think i might be at pat benatar with the mm. clear cassette might be. Can you hear Jesse's girl and not think of our favorite scene from Boogie Nights? No. <laughs> exactly. That that guy that character is definitely a lot of cappy. It's a lot of me, but it's a lot of cappy too. So um I know that B Cam came Sister in Christian. Oh, I love Sister Christian. Changes after Boogie Nights though. True, but it's a great That's song. A fantastic. Even song. still to this day, Sister Christian is an amazing song. Anybody know who sang Sister Christian? I know you do. Anybody? Lindsay, you ever hear of Sister Christian? How's it go? Sister Christian, all the time has come. No. And you know that you're the only one to say yay. Maybe. Okay. No, uh. I don't know who sings it, though. It's a jam. It is a jam. You should, you should check it out. Kind of sounds familiar. Really? Sister Christian, all the time has come. 
You want to jump in here? I suspect when when Night Ranger plays that in concert, they they open and close. Right. right. <laughs> and along the way in the middle, they're like, you know, here's one we really love. <laughs> How about one more time? Yeah, right, right. All right. Yeah. All right. B Cam is in. Sedano's dealing with kids. Uh, we got a company-wide dinner tonight. I'm going on a little short vacay tomorrow, so I'm kind of like in that mindset right now. You know what I mean? Like, I can talk trade deadline. What the Dodgers did not do versus what little brother down south did do, I'm capable of talking about that. I just don't know that anybody really cares. Chris, do you care? Do you want me to talk sports? I want you to talk about what you want to talk about. Okay. Do you want to do a trade deadline segment? I don't think so. I feel so. like you're leaning into it, though. I don't know if I do or if do I don't. Do you want to do a trade I mean, deadline segment? the email BK? I got today from, from Scott Kaplan, he's very excited about it. Well, that's true. I do have an intro Yeah, we need writing, to hear really... about the Kaplan newsletter that... Lindsay, did you know that there was a Kaplan newsletter? I actually get it. It comes from Sided. No, yeah. no, that's a different newsletter. That's a different oh, well, newsletter. I get one that says it's from Scott Kaplan. I figured it was a Sided one, but no. I do get it. I no. get it. Well, if you've signed up for my email list on my website for my podcast, then you get it. I did, or either that or you spammed me. It is a spam thing through Sided because I signed up for Sided, and that's how I get it. No, no, See? but this is different. This is a different one. So he's got multiple news. But it's Are they- a Kaplan and Crew thing, and then it says, I'm so excited. I, I got the, the same thing. BK talked about, I got it. You got that today? Yeah. Okay, Says, cool. the Padres actually did it, exclamation, exclamation, yep. exclamation. Right. Yep. That's yep. what mm-hmm. I got. Mm-hmm. Yep. My Why don't you do a newsletter for this show? I, I would love to. I would, in fact, I would be very happy. I, have, I got a, an email list of like 17,000 people, and I'm very, very happy to take that list and blast Sedano and Cap Wilding t-shirts everywhere. You want me to do that? I think a daily newsletter talking about this show would be great. Be phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> like talk about the bits of the day. And then you could throw like a poll somewhere in between. Yeah. Hey, you put up a poll. Choose, like a, Smart like a idea. Right. There. You know who does that? Hacksaw. The saw does that? Yep. He does? Yep. He does. He definitely does. He does like it. He tweets it out, gives you the little teaser on, on Twitter, and you got to click on it, and he's got his whole little newsletter. Look at the growth producer Lindsay right. has made. Remember, Three months ago, she was screaming at us, why right. do you keep referencing this hacksaw right. guy? Nobody knows who this guy is. Time she said out. the same thing about Kurt Sandoval. I, I've never, I learned all of my <laughs> L.A. geography from hacksaw. Time out. I produced Mason in Ireland. They did a lot of hacksaw, hacksaw Hamilton stuff. Morales, all right. Volleyball line is open. By the way, maybe producer Lindsay was right about Kurt Sandoval, because he ended up dropping that ball for your team right true and that cost you the games it is true when Beto Duran took you deep he did well he popped one up and he took you deep that's true off the Ramona and I both knew we were doing the play-by-play from above yeah and we both knew when it when it cracked that bat yeah that ball was gone yeah but but could have and should have been caught no, no, no. You lost the game Yeah, for you them. threw up true. like nine home runs in two innings. Yeah, that's true. But they were solo shots, so they weren't really doing that much damage. We were still winning the game. <laughs> no, you still lost it. <laughs> we did. We did lose the game. That is absolutely true. 100% true. We did lose the game. All right. Um, the Dodgers did make one move. The Padres made all the moves. Does anybody care? We'll figure it out. Stick around. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedano and Kappa Live Imaging Tuesday. Happy birthday. Charlie XCX, Cappy, is 30 years old. This is the song. Boom, clap, boom, clap, clap, boom. I don't know what that is. Really? You're not familiar? <laughs> no, you know it. When the boom, boom. What's the name of this person? You got to wait for the uh, hook. The hook. It's not going to help. I can tell you now. B-Cam, you don't, this yes, is not for will. you, huh? Me and Funch were like, why? 
Yeah, no. Oh, I actually have goes heard this on song. and on and okay. on and on. Yeah, see, you know it. That's what I thought. <laughs> Apologies to the Charlie. What's her name? Charlie XCX. Yeah. I do know who this is. is. It, when you say her name, is it Charlie XCX? Well, is it what, well, why don't you listen to it? Does that sound like a male or a female artist? It sounds like a, a female. You never really know. It's also National Coloring Book Day. Oh. Maybe Matteo, George Sedano's son, who he's watching right now, is uh, coloring. Sedano will be back uh, from the home studio to join us here momentarily, I'm sure. Chaplin called those textbooks back in the day. Yeah, coloring books, big time. Meanwhile, it is time for sports talk. Oh, really? It is? We, nah. should, we should have like this heavy guitar thing. <laughs> right. A Scott Kaplan sports talk yeah. segment. Well, you know what? I've, I've thought about this a little bit. Um, Blake Harris, who plays Dodger Insider on the Sedano and Cap show, generally heard on Thursday evenings, given all the news of the day... Blake Harris is going to join us at 545 this hour. So with that being said, with George tending to his children because his wife has COVID and she's at her parents' house because they're out of town, that all makes sense, B-Cam is in the studio. And um, you sent us a text this morning. I did. And um, you had this tone to the text like, this is really funny. And, and I just had no choice but to jump right in and go, I'm sorry, I don't no, know I, what we're talking about. And I about. appreciated your honesty. Uh, so, I mean, you were wrapped up in the trade deadline. Is Juan Soto going to the Padres? What else could they get? I mean, I understand. You were busy. Uh, so, if you missed it, last night, Jeannie Buss, this, this, this tweet appears on Jeannie Buss's feed, uh, her real feed, saying that if you, you know, text, you know, DM me, and the Lakers are giving away three PS5s for Cherry. Just and with with like the siren emoji on each side, like hey, this is big news. Spelling mistakes, <laughs> riddle throughout the whole thing and whatever. But like a picture of a PS5 and whatever. And so there were like three or four tweets promoting this, <laughs> and just nobody apparently told Jeannie or realized or something that she had been hacked. And so this is going on for hours. Theoretically, people like DMing quotes genie bus trying to get ps5s from her uh and the lakers and hopefully not sending money um until finally this morning they sent out a tweet over the lakers official handle saying that don't do this it it was a it was i've been hacked this is a scam but at least the guy who did it had a sense of humor because he retweeted the Lakers' tweet. <laughs> Whoever was controlling Jeannie's tweet, uh, Twitter actually tweeted that out. No way. Uh, but the, the quote tweets and stuff, that like the, the thread was just, it was so funny. Just <laughs> like people understand it. But you got like, oh, are they going to apply this like to the luxury tax? Like, does this mean <laughs> we can keep LeBron longer? It's like, like all of this stuff going on for like hours while Jeannie Buss was being hacked. You know, I think my son, I'm not sure. Didn't you win? My son's here with me today. Got to take him to the airport right after this. Kind of a little bit of a headache, by the way. You got to put your kid in an Uber. You know, like I can't take him to the airport right now because we got this company-wide dinner. Yeah. Not that it's a problem. I mean, I don't really want to drive to the airport anyway. But I'm going to put him in an Uber, but I haven't been able to do that yet. Um, but I'm trying to schedule it. And I, 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 I used Lyft, and Lyft was like $75, and then Uber was 50 But the, you know, no, but hold on. Got all that Rome money. For yeah, real. Right. But, I, but $50 on Uber, I don't use Uber. I don't have the Uber app on my phone. I, I told have the you Lyft app. I can do it, and then you can just Venmo me back. Oh, I can? Yeah, or Zell me or whatever. Okay, I'll, I'll Zenmo you, you Vel. It, it might be too, it might be like, uh, it might have surged by now. That This was like an hour ago when I showed you this, Cappy. Okay, I need to, can I get a little help here? Can I I'll get look, an assist? I'll look, but it's probably, it's probably surged by now. But dude, I think my son one time won a PS5. Didn't you win a video game machine on something like this? Like, I, when he told me this, Brian, I was like, what do you mean you won a PS5 from some minor league baseball player? And he... <laughs> No, seriously. Like so so when when somebody hacked Genie Bus's Twitter account saying, "Hey, you can win this PS5 or whatever." People believe this. And I'm just here to tell you my son, I'm telling you he, who who did you win a PS5 from? I don't know if you who did you win a PS5 from? All right, this is going to be He said Taylor Trammell, a minor league baseball was player. Was it real? But it was real. It wasn't a yeah, scam. No, like he really did win it and they sent it to him. Right? Yeah, it's still the PS5 that he uses today. Or you play Xbox, though, right? Yeah, do you play any video games? I do not. Me neither. So, like, I'm lost. 
the difference between an Xbox I, and a PS5. Sort of those things, I don't need that. Like we, my kids have a Switch, a Nintendo, like the little one, but they can put it onto their TV. Yeah, and so like that's enough. We don't need more. They play on their iPads. Like, I don't need a big system. In yeah, no, no. We're we're we have an Xbox now, or had an Xbox. PS5 don't have it anymore. Do you have, do you still have it? it? Was won by a. Oh wait, Laura, what's going on with Uber now? Dude. Under forty dollars. Under forty bucks to go to the airport. Yeah, Lyft was seventy one dollars. I bet if you check Lyft now, it's probably gone down. Really? But it's you know you always got to do both. Like when you're at the airport and you're getting a ride home, you always check both and check the taxi too because the taxis are cheaper right now. I gave up on Uber a long time ago because I always felt like Lyft was so much cheaper. Are you a Lyft guy or an Uber guy? I don't go anywhere. Fail. Oh, you don't go anywhere. <laughs> you don't go. Is that a fail? I, but I, I check both. I, I am a both checker. You have to check both, yeah. but I've noticed that Lyft is more expensive now than Uber. I don't understand what happened. I don't know Lyft either. Used to be... I think they pay their drivers a little better. Oh. Uh, really? Because I think Lyft was always cheaper than Uber. It was, but now Lyft... it's reversed. Yeah, didn't you watch the, uh, that? No, of course you didn't watch it because you don't watch anything, but there's a, a show that Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays uh, the founder of Uber. It's called uh, like Super Pumped, I think. It was on Showtime. And it was like the story of of Uber and how it came to be, and like a a big part of the plot point was when Lyft came in, and Lyft originally came in at a lower price point to compete with Uber, but then they kind of ended up at the same prices. But you're right, more as more recently, Lyft does seem to pay their drivers better, and that's why they're a little more expensive. Yeah, and I actually like almost got suspended by Lyft. Couple- same price. Oh, it is same price right now. Do you? Which one do you want? I would rather have Lyft, but I can do it now that you oh, tell okay. me that Lyft is okay. is good. Yeah, I I almost like I think I got not suspended. But I definitely got uh, reprimanded by Lyft. Well, I'm noticing a trend here because your son, Justin, said that he's he was booted off the Uber app. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. I don't so, know. so you guys must must have been doing something. No, no, but Lyft, Lyft I, I told the story about what happened <laughs> with me and the Lyft driver. Out of LAX. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, who, if we could get Kylie Jenner to fly him, it'll take three minutes. Nobody knows that story yeah. from last week? Okay. Whatever. Yes, I know. All That's... right. Um, yeah, I almost got, well, I got reprimanded by Lyft. Uh, have you ever gotten reprimanded by one of these? By, like, Mr. Lyft? Like, Lyft himself no, called no, you not personally? Hi- no, not or? him, but an email that, that reprimanded me from the company Lyft. What did what did you do? Well, what happened was, I've told this story before, but what happened was... Um, what happened was... Yeah, what happened? So, so I had this Lyft driver come, and he, you know, they send you the message, hey, your Lyft driver's here, he's going to leave in five minutes, right? So I come walking out to try and find the guy. I can't find him. Like, where the hell is he, right? I can't find him. And he kind of parked behind the place in an alley. And uh, when I finally, finally found him, he was pulling away, you know, and, and I didn't want him to leave. And I, I was like, hey, hey, I was like yelling, you know, I, I can't whistle, you know, so I was like, hey, don't leave. And he's, and he's leaving. He's starting to drive faster. And I only have in my hand, I have a half full plastic water bottle, just a regular water bottle, you know, and it's in my left hand. And so to try and get his attention, I throw this water bottle at this guy's car. And I mean, listen, dude, I'm talking like perfect left-handed strike. And I'm right-handed. So I'm really taking a lot of pride in the fact that it was a perfect spiral. Hit this guy's car. He slams on the brakes. I'm like, oh, good. This guy, thank goodness, he, he got the message. I'm here. This guy comes out of the car, and he wants a piece of me. This guy's going to kick my ass because I threw a half a water bottle at his car. But it wasn't intended to hurt his car, which it didn't do. It was just intended to get his attention. Don't leave. Which it did. Yes. And he didn't. Right. <laughs> and then he got out of the car, and he was this little guy, dude. And I was like, oh, this guy wants me bad. And I, he Sedano little. drives Uber? No, it wasn't Sedano. No, it wasn't Sedano. It was a much littler guy. Even Trudell? Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, big beep, time. Beep, beep, so this guy wants a piece of me. He's like, you're going to beat me up because I threw a half. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. It's just that you were leaving. I couldn't find you. I was here. I couldn't find. And, and then I said to him, I go, bro, that was a perfect spiral. Left hand hit your car. So, no damage. Let's go. No, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't take me. And then he, he sent an email, I guess, to Lyft and they reprimanded me and and. But I'm, but I'm committed. So what does that mean when you get officially like an official reprimand? Yeah. from Lyft, right? Like, what's the what's the the fallout? From the that? fallout was like, hey, we may not drive you ever again. You know, oh. like apologize, which I did. I was terribly sorry. I didn't mean to do anything to, to get the guy upset. I just didn't want him to you leave did me. Throw a bottle at his car, but it was did a perfect you, strike, left-handed. And, and I agree with you. You should be proud of yourself. And you, you just like moving you, target you hate it like at that. that? Point. You're like. I just hit it left-handed with a water bottle. Moving, I agree with you. You did the right thing. 
Is there a butt coming? No. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you did the right thing. Yeah. These guys give me a hard time about stuff like this. You know, it's like last week. They gave me a total hard time. I was telling this story. I'm sitting at this bar, right? No. 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 You cannot. No. <laughs> no. Do you want to hear what happened? Lindsay, you weren't here to hear this, but... I'm I know. Si- I don't have a choice. We're going to hear it anyway. I'm, so I'm sitting at this bar last week, right? And this guy has his back to me like this right here, Brian, like this. And he and I can't see him. I can't see his face. And he's got sitting next to him this unbelievable pizza. I mean, it was beautiful. It was like it looked like it was like pesto with uh, mushrooms. Mm. And it was just a beautiful pizza. And he had one slice of pizza that he had eaten, you know. And then he got up and I never saw his face. And he went over to the piano. He was the piano player at the bar. And so I'm looking at this pizza and I'm like, I got to have a piece of this thing. <laughs> he's not going to know it's gone. You know, it's one guy eating a pizza. So, so it's I got too much pizza for one person. Right. So I grabbed the slice, yeah. you know, and these guys are just all over me about the fact that I took a slice of the pie. Now, when the guy comes back, by the way, we make eye contact and we know each other. So I didn't even know it was him. So then we hug it out. We brought it in the whole thing. And then I told him, I'm like, hey, man, I hope you don't mind. But I took some of your pizza. He's like, no, it's fine. It's great. But these guys are like, you don't take somebody's pizza sitting at the bar. And I agree. Nine out of ten times you don't. No, no, no. Ten out of the ten. Unless you ask them if you can do it. He asked emotionally, silently. I think he did the right thing. Finally. I mean, there's some support around here. There's somebody who kind of thinks a little bit the way I think. I'm just going to, that's going to be my answer for everything that we do here, just because it encourages him to do more of this. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, are you really? I am, like, I am He's very much a, a ask for forgiveness, not permission oh, kind of person. clearly. Like, but I just, definitely. I feel like I am driving content for you guys for the next six months I'm just by saying you did the right thing no. yeah the encouragement about the about saying hey that's an impressive throw that makes me feel Scott really good needs a yes and person in his i life. did tell him i did tell him when we were talking earlier and i was like yeah i worked with bcam all the time he's great i was like if anything like you know i i know every, he, they, they do the lakers podcast but if anything he wants to talk anything but sports we'll have a great time with i mean you. look i mean here's the thing let's say he does something real dumb Okay, but that's where I was going. Run with me for a second. Oh, God, like, just stay with my hypothetical. Cap does something stupid. Cap from jail. <laughs> and he can't show up. Like for a few, Okay. I mean, that's a problem for you guys, but like, I don't want to hear that much. And he may, may, might be like called in. Cap's in jail. <laughs> now Here's I get it. Extra There's bucks ulterior motives here. He's trying to get paid, Cappy. Right. Well, it's kind of like Beto's always trying to get me into trouble. Beto's like, I want you to get fired so I can take your job. He's, I don't think he said that. Yeah, he does. He, he says it. it. He yeah, does, no, he, he said says it, it outwards. He's, he's, he's not bashful it. about it, not in the slightest I bit. I didn't think he would say it. Oh, yeah. I think he's joking. No, he ain't oh, joking. Yeah, no, he said he's it a not. lot. No, he's not yeah, joking. Yeah. He tried to get me killed last week. He's like, I'm going to take you to a tough part of town. I'm going to get you killed. And he he said just that said you were going to East L.A., bro. <laughs> so he, you know, he kept trying to scare me. He's like, oh, dude, I'm telling you, it's tough, man. Mean streets. That's what he told me. He's like, man, you're not welcome there. I'm like, come on, man. I'm welcome wherever I'm at. Everybody loved you. I loved it. I had a great time. I did. All right, listen, let's get to some radio Tinder. We've got one half of the Kamenetsky brothers in studio. We got the Brian side of things. All right. B cams in. Sedano is out like changing diapers and making pizzas. And it is a Tuesday afternoon. And, yeah, we'll get to the trade deadline because Blake is coming up here in a little bit. Our Dodger insider, Blake Harris, is going to join us. Radio Tinder next on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I would call you Flo. You would? Yeah. Sedano and Cap, a live imaging Tuesday, a little after 5.30 in the Southland. You know what we do around 5.30? I do. We play a TV theme, and we're playing the Golden Girls for no reason other than, you know what, let's jam it out on a Tuesday. Right on. It's my wife's favorite show. 
I assume that's why you were playing it. Blanche? All of them. Radio Tinder time. She's back. Hungarian Heat producer Lindsay. You can follow her at Twitter or on Instagram, at Lindsay Baseball. I screwed that up there. At Lindsay Baseball. And we'll give Tequila Mandala some love. Always swipe right for Tequila Mandala. Are you ready, producer Lindsay? I'm really excited, Christopher. Take it away. What do you want? You know that that she's off Twitter now. Lindsay Baseball is no longer on Twitter. R.I.P. Twitter. Are you ever going to come back? Because you like know. you got like nine thousand, hundred thousand followers. I deactivated it, um, but that just means you like you put a pause on it. Yeah, you get. I think I have like thirty days to decide. It's like I, it sets up so I, I have to decide after thirty days. Big decision if I'm going to stay or if I'm going to go. And a, otherwise, they're deleting the account. Well, I have a question. So, so you have um, you've put your Twitter on pause. Does that mean you can go and can you go on and scroll and see what's no, going on? Nothing. No, I can't. I can't even log in. It tells me this account, account has been deactivated. Are you a happier person now that Twitter's not in your daily life? Hundred percent. Really? Yes. Because I hear from people all the time that that deactivate their accounts that life is better without Twitter. I mean, listen. The reason I did it is because I just need like I was I was I was sick first of all, and then I was on vacation, and I I deleted it when I was sick because I was like I just need a break because you know it's, it's a lot sometimes. So, you know, that's where I was. And then I was on vacation and I was like, I'm in the middle of the woods. You know, I'm camping. I can't read it anyway. So I have yet to decide if I'm going to reactivate it or not. Okay. You Let know? us know. So I will. She's I mean, Lindsay Baseball on Instagram. Did you guys not miss on Twitter. me? Right. Yeah. Did you guys miss me um, doing Radio Tinder? Yeah, of course. But Funchy yeah. did a good job, though. Funchy, oh, did a Funchy great always job. does a great job. But you can still miss me, even if Funchy does a great job, right? Yeah. We I did miss you. Miss you. Uh, did miss you. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. Super excited. So last week, Klondike announced that they were discontinuing the Chaco Taco, as we uh, all had. There's a lot of uproar about that, at least in my family, I know. But now the demand of the ice cream novelty has skyrocketed, with sellers asking for hundreds of dollars for the rare treat. On Monday, Facebook Marketplace in the L.A. area listed several Chaco Tacos for sale. The lowest advertised price was $25, and the highest price was a box of Chaco Tacos for $500. Mm. Other social media posts showed the summer treat going as high as $1,000. So would you guys ever pay like these crazy third-party prices if your favorite snack was discontinued? Swipe left or swipe right. Cappy. I'm going to swipe left. There's no chance at all that I would pay $25. That was what I heard was the low end. $25 for a Choco Taco. Not happening. And I'll tell you why. Because I can get the exact same ice cream in just a slightly different format. It's called a drumstick, okay? It's the same thing. It's the same cone. It's the same it's ice cream. It's not a taco, though. Fair. However, even though you, you are, it's a different shape. Did you learn nothing from your taco trip to East L.A.? The appreciation well, of the, the taco? Then, those are different types. I of understand that. It's not a taco. It's just Wait, tacos and, generally. And also, where I said, let's just take the taco choco out of the equation. Yeah, listen to the question. What is your favorite snack of all time? Like, is it like... You know, cheese nips, or is it a whatever oh, a drumstick? Cheese nips, cheese nips. Yes, cheese right. nips are no. way better than cheese nips. Awesome. You know, the only other person I've ever heard that have the, that has that opinion. It's my true. father, it's for true. some really? reason. Really, cheese nips are, are than... the go-bots to no, 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 no. No, cheese its are the item. Yeah. Cheese its not cheese nips. Not uh, do they even sell cheese nips in California yeah. anymore? Yeah, they do. I mean, there is a product called a cheese nip. Anyway, oh yeah, no, that's real. Oh, it is. It's yeah, a thing. they're no. They, Mucho likes those the best. He loves cheese nips over cheese its, and this used to be a battle in my house. Cap, I'll bring them in next week, and we'll do a taste test. Okay, cheese nips versus cheese nips in. Yeah. Okay. We'll bring in both. And then I used we- to say I used to have a bit that said I just you know I just want to have a girl that you cheese its with. That used to be like a fun cute bit I would use with girls. Okay. But not cheese nips. Not nips. Oh, cheese nips no. are way better. No. They're so much cheesier. Never even heard of a cheese nip. Well, you're missing cheese out. It. You're missing oh. out. Yeah. You're missing yeah. out. We'll, we'll do Google. a taste test next next week. So anyway, whatever your favorite snack is, your favorite novelty snack along the lines of a choco taco, cheese nips, cheese its, whatever. If that was suddenly discontinued and people were selling them on the black market for these high prices, would you mm-hmm. pay them to get your favorite snack? No, I would not. Never. No, I would not. Okay. Nope. Come on. Cheese nips from Kraft. Here they are. Right. Kraft knows how to make cheese, okay? Cheese nips. I wrote some and Kraft the Ritz has a product called cheese nibs. Nah, Different I've thing. never tried the nibs. No, I've never even heard of the nibs. But nips and nibs are the same exact looking product, just from a different company. No, it's cheese its all the way. Cheese its. They're cheeses. The cheese its have like a tanginess to them. That's the thing, and, and uh, especially no. when you get those crispy. Well, you can buy a whole box of the crispy ones now. Mm. Have you had a crispy the cheese? Crispy it, ones are phenomenal. Really, heavily salted. Uh-huh. Oh, it's beautiful, yeah. man. Wow, beautiful. Look at these things. 
Okay, we'll we're, we'll we'll take we'll take this the next week. But Bcam, what about you? Would you would you pay these crazy prices for the the which left is no, I'm not doing that. That's no. correct. Okay. Left, is, left is I disagree. I've been married longer than Tinder, so no, uh, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Swipe left. Morales, you got you got thoughts on this? I don't know though because I'm a diet. No, but I get caught up in these things. Mm-hmm. Like you would. oh. The Choco Tacos going away, even though I don't think I've ever had one in my life. I got to go buy four boxes because they're going away. Yeah, so right. and so I could have the IG moment. Right. I could have like friends and me eating the Choco Taco together. Yeah. So yeah, I would probably swipe. You're right. going to spend two thousand dollars on four boxes. He would, Isn't he, that a good bit? He'd Pretty do good. it for the gram. He would definitely Pretty do it for good. the gram. Anything for the bit. Yeah. Would sexy classy eat the Choco Tacos with you? Uh, I don't know if she'll eat a Choco Taco. She'll eat uh, morning after pizza in hotel room, but I don't know about a chocolate taco. <laughs> what did she have the morning after the Mandy? She had like this breakfast quesadilla or something. Yeah. And I was like, um, hey, sexy, classy. Sorry, but can I have some of that? Like, hey, I didn't take it from her plate. Like, I took the pizza. I asked her for it. And then he just ate the, the girl's quesadilla. Wait, she, does this make you Mr. Sexy Classy? No. Yes. No, the, the, yes. she's not my does. girlfriend. She's know, just but, a friend. No, but, but he's driving still, a car driving, that says yes. Sexy Classy on the exactly. back of it. Well, that's her license plate. Right. <laughs> I think I think that's the new name for you, Mr. Sexy Classy. Right. Please have Cap say cheese nips a couple more times. Because <laughs> the way he does it just sounds filthy. Okay, well, speaking of food. <laughs> you even do it like a sultry cheese nips. Something like that. The nips and the nibs. Oh, Cappy. Okay, so speaking of food, kind of around the same topic, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, who I love, he just had a Sunday cheat meal for the history books because in a video that he shared on his Instagram yesterday, yeah. He claimed that he's never had In-N-Out before, and he documented his, his experience trying it for the first time. Mm-hmm. He had two double-doubles and two orders of fries. He also had two different types of his termana tequila to mm-hmm. pair with his cheat meal. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to have you guys swipe, but if you were dieting, what would be your favorite, like, perfect cheat meal, Cappy? Well, you say if I'm dieting. So think, we'll say, was it September 6th, right? Yeah, September okay. 6th is when my diet starts. So yep. when I start the diet, when I do a cheat meal, uh, I'm kind of with The Rock. You know, I want big, greasy burgers, you know. And, and listen, for The Rock to cheat with two double-doubles and two orders of fries, that's a good order. I mean, I'm, I'm in on that. You remember the taco tour last week, 11 tacos and one tostada. So I had 12 different individual But do you really meals. call that a cheat meal? So first of all, you can get them protein wrapped, which I did the other night. So that's not cheating at all if you're okay. doing a keto diet. But, but also, his, his was though his two was fries and two double doubles for a guy burning that many calories. Right, like nothing. That, that's not a cheat meal. Right, a like, cheat meal I think has to be anywhere from three to five thousand calories. In a <laughs> Wait, you don't think that is? Like that's what like, I was doing COVID with. How do you do that? Like, oh, I've done it, my one, man. Five thousand calories in one meal. He usually has three loaves of brick French toast. You guys know what that is? Oh, it's the most amazing French toast ever, and they only sell it at the one place in the mall. It's so good. But anyway, he usually has three loaves of the brick French toast for All his right, cheat listen meal. To this. Okay, listen but to like this. you can eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's for like a thousand and change. Well, right, and that leaves you four thousand calories still. Yeah. Well, here's the you deal: eat a couple pizzas, bag of chips. I've just uh, Googled it. Oh, with the, I'm the, not saying in like an hour. It I'm is saying a cheat like meal. Two, the, three hours. The original Double Double has 670 calories, 41 grams of fat. Don't worry about the fat. No, I'm not worried about it at all. Uh, 670 calories times two is 1,500, 1,400 so and change. He's a third of his way through the meal. Right. Plus yeah. the two fries. Yeah, he's got 2,000 calories. Nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing. That's Morales. No. Well, you got to burn them. You're going to cheat or ain't you? Sedano, what's your perfect cheat meal? Oh, man. Um, Shit out. I would say a perfect cheat meal is like a really good like meat lovers pizza mm. with like like cr- like just like cooked like really like baked like a lot like where it's almost like burnt a little on the crust. Oh, nice! A big bottle of red wine, mm-hmm. and then some sort of like chocolate cake or something like super decadent. Ooh, yeah, chocolate that. cake. Yeah. I'm in on that. Yeah. How long have you been lurking back there, George? I just got here like two minutes ago. I made the very smooth right into the very, very good. Yeah. It was perfect because I was cooking food and you were talking about food. Would you cook? Professional. I mean, he wasn't cooking, really. I mean, he I said he was getting some... pizzas, right? I know, but like, did you I go can't. to the freezer and get like a cauliflower crusted pizza for Mateo? No, no, we didn't get a cauliflower. They didn't have cauliflower. Um, so the, we had um, a, uh, a pool party uh, on Saturday 
And uh, we had ordered some pizzas for the kids, and there was still some pizza left over. So I was like, let's just throw that in there. How nice. many kids were at the, for the pool party? Uh, like five, six kids. Oh, that's okay. Boy, that's a lot that's of extra pizza, man. Pizza never survives in my house. There is no leftovers ever. Yeah, so there was None. three slices left. I had one, and I gave the kids one each. And we also had, like, chili and biscuits last night uh, that Kelly made. <laughs> chili and, and biscuits? The kids love biscuits. Like, you know, no way. The, no, it wasn't. The that's kids good love name. biscuits. Yeah. Like chili um, from scratch Kelly made? Or like yeah, you just you just cook a little picadillo, you know, you uh, oh, you saute it a little bit, you put it in the pod, you you know, you and put bam! all the ingredients in it, and, yeah, <laughs> you let it sit for a couple hours, and it makes chili. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you know the biscuits are easy. That's just like put it in the in the toaster oven or whatever. All right, Lindsay, baseball the grocery store. Are we uh, are we That's done it for a radio tinder because we got Balaki coming up next? All right. Oh, Balaki. Yeah, Blake Harris is going to join us next because George, you know, this is a hardcore sports show. It is. And, Although uh, that one guy was really pissed at Greg and me and Chris about not talking. Oh, and he but. tweeted again today and said, and Ireland read it like, hey, guys, do you realize some people do want to talk sports? He, you guys got into a battle with this right. guy. I go, oh, yeah, the, that guy? the one guy, yeah, the from one Santa guy. Monica. Ireland's like, I got a guy. <laughs> he wants to talk sports like me. Yeah. <laughs> well, but my thing is this, like. You know, today, yeah, I mean, the Dodgers did nothing at the deadline. Nothing. And by the way, until LeBron signs or doesn't sign that contract, there's not like a super-duper sports topic to talk about. I mean, we're going to talk about the Padres. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess we could talk about the Padres. Are they going to challenge the Dodgers? Does any Dodger fan believe that? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know if Dodger fans do believe it or don't believe it. I just know that my timeline was filled up today going, oh, we're going to listen to Cappy Gloat. I'm like, no gloat. I'm like, it's impressive. Wait, I mean, we, it is it, it it is you though. Like you, everyone saw your tweet about the the owner. Yeah, well, it's that. an impressive story. I mean, the owner and, of the Padres, his grandfather yeah. was the owner of the Dodgers, and this guy is yeah. consumed in his right. life with trying to beat the Dodgers. Yeah, and I think that you know some people are like you know they they think maybe now you know man of the people all of a sudden double agent maybe a little sus you know oh. no no not just sus. Hella sus. Hella sus. Okay, don't just say sus. This is hella sus stuff we're talking about right here. So that's what I'm saying. George, did you like, know oh, the double agent is coming out. He has two newsletters every day. Not every day. No sends way. Out? Not every day. He has two different newsletters that he sends out. Right. Emails. Right. The Email blast. One and the cappy one. Right. There's a sided one, and then there's my podcast one. Right. Did you know this? No, I had no. Well, idea. then you should sign up for my newsletter. I never signed up for the newsletter. I'm just saying. If you sign up for Blake's Substack, I'll sign up for your newsletters. Okay, that's not going to happen, so it's not going to happen. Blake Harris okay. is next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live Imaging Tuesday on Sinato and Cap. Lit. On this day, back in 1975, the number one hit, The Eagles, with one of these nights. Great song, by the way, Cappy. Love this Kinda song. Kind of your jam. Oh, yeah. Love The Eagles. See how I hit the post? Nice. I was back here going, hit the post, hit the post. It's kind of got that could-be-yacht rock at Cappy's house when there's a certain smoke in the air, maybe a little pixie dust, and a lot of meat on the grill, and everyone's listening to The Eagles. With shit out of a cap. Nice. I did it for you. I did it for you. Nice. I used to love that when I was a kid and I'd be listening to a DJ and they would talk right up to when the song started. I used to love that. Did you get you excited? Totally. Where's Shidano? Shidano. I'm right here. Oh, there he is. Take it away, Shidano. By the way, I know we're going to talk Dodgers with Balake in a second, but uh, there's a bigger deal uh, at Dodger Stadium. You saw who was at Dodger Stadium today? No, tell us. Shakira. Really? Doesn't she owe like China? Yeah, she's she about to go to, to prison. prison. Yeah. yeah, for eight years. Yeah. <laughs> Hope not. Don't do tax fraud. Just don't do Especially the fraud part. Spain. I mean, listen, the same thing happened with Ronaldo, and it never actually happened. He didn't go to prison. Like, What's yeah. she doing at Dodger Stadium today? 
She's there with her kids, apparently taking pictures with Mookie Betts. Really? You got to spend yeah. you got to spend that money before they take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo went through that, and Messi. I think both of them actually went through that, and then nothing ever happened. So, hey, is Balake on the line? There he is, uh, Blake Harris. Everybody, our Dodger insider is here on a Tuesday. He's usually here on Thursdays, but we thought there were so many moves going on today that we would uh, get Balake on to talk about it. Blake Harris, good afternoon. Welcome back to Sedano and Cap. What's cooking, Blake? Hey, how's it going? Happy uh, Tuesday, guys. I'm glad that I finally got to take a break and didn't have to uh, keep refreshing my phone every five seconds like I've been doing the last 24 hours. So it's been nice having a little break finally. All right. What do you think about what the Dodgers did or maybe the question is what they didn't do? Yeah, this may be a hot take. I know a lot of Dodgers fans are pretty obsessed with the unexciting trade deadline that the Dodgers had. We've seen them in years past make a splash, and that didn't really happen this year. I really like the Dodgers trade deadline. I did an article, and I gave them a B overall, and I I thought they made some really good moves. I thought the Joey Gallo move, this is a guy that's a former two-time All-Star, two-time Gold Glove winner. Essentially, he's going to be filling in the Jake Lamb role. So it's an upgrade defensively, big time. And this is a guy that has 40 home run power. He just hasn't really had that the past year with the Yankees. I think a change of scenery is going to be really good for the Dodgers. Very underrated move. He's a free agent at the end of the year, so if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. He's just going to be a bench piece that might get a start here and there against righty. So I thought it was a really good deal for the Dodgers. And again, some other moves that they've made that are kind of just under the radar that I think in the long term are really going to help the team out. Why, how does that stack up to, though, what San Diego did? Because, I mean, in years past, you say, oh, it's a wild card thing to get in. Who knows what happened? Like, the new playoff format, like, the Padres are going to be in it and are obviously much better, you know, set up now to, to make noise. How do they now stack up relative to the Dodgers, given all that they've done? Yeah, I definitely think the Padres took a step in the right direction. I know a lot of people are saying now, all of a sudden, the Padres are the much better team. No, I don't think that's the case. They definitely got better. But this is the Dodgers team that, you know, we've been talking about this for months. They've had numerous guys on the injured list. They've been having to deal with a number of guys. I think there's been a total of 60 players that have been on the active roster at one point this season. And the Dodgers have the best record in all of baseball. So nothing's going to change. I think that's why Andrew Freeman didn't feel the need to make a jumbo splash to acquire a guy like Juan Soto where you're having to empty the farm because he believes in this team. He believes in the talent that's coming back. And at the end of the day, if you were to take all the teams in baseball, put them in a playoff series in October, I think the Dodgers are still the team to beat. And again, Andrew Freeman, he clearly believes that as well. And and look, at the end of the day, they have their big four of Betts, Turner, Freeman, and uh, Outman, as we now all yeah, know. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> of course. there's no reason. Uh, I mean, listen, that kid, I mean, we could laugh. What a story. No, that was an amazing story. An incredible amount of history in just a couple of games already. I would never play another game again. <laughs> I'd just walk away. But to have your first at bat in a big league game in a Dodger uniform and hit a home run and your family go crazy. It's, it's insane. I mean, that is the ultimate of dreams coming true. I thought. I mean, you know, you know that James Outman is having himself a week when he's doing something that hasn't been done since good old Casey Stengel back in 1912. Yeah. 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 Or, it's uh, pretty impressive. Bernie Nice, and, Bernie nice in 1920. So he's, he's in company with some legends right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, for those that don't know, Outman is the first Dodger to reach base in at least, uh, at least seven times through his first two games. And that goes back, to, as, as Blake mentioned, to Casey Stengel. And I like and, his hair. Uh, 1912 like his hair a lot uh, now, flowing I, I i will ask you this question though I, I do feel like pitching is the priority that we've talked about um and we assume that they would get some pitching um how did you feel they fared in that regard or in, in regards to what was available potentially yeah the last few weeks entering the trade deadline i personally thought that the dodgers biggest need was a high leverage reliever um, they lost Daniel Hudson to an ACL injury. Blake Trinan still is working his way back. Obviously, Craig Kimbrell, he's been a roller coaster ride all season. So the Dodgers don't necessarily have those top guys. Uh, George, I know you and I are relying on our, our closer, Yancy Almonte. But oh, wait a second. Used- <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. You went from that calling me saying that the hottest of hot takes to now being on my side, which I love. I, I mean, I, as you saw my tweet the other day, second lowest ERA in baseball. Among all relievers. Yeah, he's good. So that's, that's incredible. But, yeah, no, I, I thought they needed a high-leverage reliever. But 
again, as Andrew Friedman talked about, with so many guys coming back from the injured list, you have Blake Trinan, you have Tommy Canely, you have Victor Gonzalez, Danny Duffy, plus Walker Bueller, who I think there's a chance he might be the Dodgers' closer come October. I don't know if his arm is going to be built up, built up enough yet to go five or six innings. And he talked about it about a week ago saying he's open to whatever. If he needs to come out of the bullpen, he might have to. So the Dodgers have a number of guys that are going to be coming back. And you have to remember also in the postseason, your rotation shrinks. So you might have guys like Andrew Heaney, Tyler Anderson, Tony Gonsolin. They might be going to the bullpen as well. So overall, there are going to be a lot of guys there that the Dodgers can turn to. And as we've seen in years past, relievers are really expensive at the trade deadline. We've seen the Dodgers lose Jordan Alvarez, O'Neill Cruz, four relievers, and Andrew Freeman didn't want to do that. He likes the uh, the guys that he has currently in the bullpen. All right, we're talking to Blake Harris this afternoon here on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Blake is our Dodger insider. He's your, usually with us on Thursday evenings, but given the trade deadline today, we thought we'd jump in here. You know, Blake, I, one thing I love about Dodger fans is that they do not seem even remotely phased by what the Padres did. And what I love about Padre fans is they're so desperate, they so badly want to win, that they're celebrating today like they just want to walk off in the bottom of the ninth in Game 7 of the World Series and hit a grand slam. Are you telling me that you don't think the Padres improve? Listen, I don't think they're going to catch the Dodgers, but the question I have is can they finally compete with the Dodgers? What do you say? Oh, yeah, 100%. Obviously, you know, they're not going to catch up in the division. I think it's currently 12 games or so, so that's not going to happen. But this is a team that can go toe-to-toe with the Dodgers. We know that they're starting rotation. They have the pieces to have some really good starters. And this was an offense really top-heavy with Manny Machado, uh, with Fernando Tatis obviously on the injured list. But now you add Juan Soto, you add Josh Bell, you add Brandon Drury, which is another good addition, and they have some players that have been underperforming. I think this is a really good Padres team. I think this is the best team they've had during this little stretch they've had. I mean, obviously, I didn't follow Padres baseball back in the good old days, but you can argue this is probably the best team they've ever had in the history of their franchise. So it's going to be a really exciting time. It does kind of suck that they're probably going to have to play a three-game series to start off the playoffs, probably against the Braves. But overall, yeah, this is going to be a really interesting test. And the beauty of this entire deal is the fact that we don't even have to wait. We get the Dodgers and Padres this weekend. Juan Soto is going to be back at Dodger Stadium. And that is going to be a series to watch, probably the best series in all of baseball so so far this season. Yeah. Hey, Blake, it is great to catch up to you, man. Thanks for being available to us on a Tuesday. And we will push everybody to get your sub stack, even though I'm too cheap and I don't support journalism. All good. Normally I say you guys have a great weekend, but since it's only Tuesday, enjoy the rest of your guys' week. All right, Blake, we'll talk to you soon. Blake Harris stopping by. What you need to know is coming up right around the corner. B-Cam is in. Sedano's in and out. It's live imaging Tuesday. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.